Ready, set, game cast. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Ready Said Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and the lottery. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by Lucky for Life and Darian. Yo! And the Powerball Millionaire, Teddy Chineris. I wish. Oh my god. Like I was going to say, I know a rich person. Hey man. Uh, I, I wish. I, oh my goodness. Don't friends. even get... Okay. <laughs> So what are you going to do with all of your winnings, Teddy? If I did win, I would just, I would do a lot, but like a lot to me. But then I think about it and then I'm like, I think about what I would do. And then I'm like, that's going to end up being like not even half of what I <laughs> like. I, I like to just get a better apartment, I guess, maybe buy a, a nice little tiny house, uh, you know, get more monitors get a better computer, get a second computer so I can stream and uh, quit my job and focus on streaming. And that's about it. <laughs> like, uh. Uh, Darian, what would you do? Pay off my debt, quit my job. That's a, that's a good call. That's it? That's, well, pay off my debt and my boyfriend's debt and my mom's debt. Just mostly paying off debt. And then trying to live a modest life so that I don't have to work a real job anymore. Um, okay, so if you guys don't know, uh, Lucky for Life is where you win $1,000 a day uh, for the rest of your life. Uh, okay. Whereas like Powerball would just be like you know, like $100 million, just a big payout. Which would you rather have? That one. The, the big payout or the like small Well, you overtime? can choose big payout or you can choose dividends for Powerball. I mean, it would it would be... You could do it in like a salary over a set amount of time. Yeah, the thousand dollars a day sounds pretty solid. I, I've heard I've heard of like people's lives going very badly after they won the like you know Powerball, like one. Yeah, that's because slot. shitty people won the Powerball and did not know how to deal with the money that yeah. they had. But I feel like I feel like a thousand dollars a day is like a nice like you don't really need to worry about anything, but it's not so much that it's gonna like ruin yeah. you, like you're not gonna make yeah. horrible decisions because it's it's just like, like steady income. Yeah, I'd probably go lucky for life if I, I would. That would rack sure. up pretty quickly though. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not gonna spend a thousand dollars a day unless you're dumb. <laughs> you wait a week and then you have seven thousand dollars. Yeah. You're gonna live. A I'd spend very a lot of it pretty life. quickly just because debt. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would spend like I don't know. I I would spend a good amount of it each day, but not all of it, of course. I I would I would probably like you guys will know when I win it because like suddenly I'm just gonna pop in your Twitch streams and just be like, hey. Here's thousand dollars. <laughs> Day three of Lucky for Life. Here, friend. Here's a thousand dollars. Aw, that's so sweet. It's, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I did nothing for them. I mean, I bought a ticket, but like, that money will always be there. So it's just like, oh, I gave you one day worth of effort of doing nothing. <laughs> so it's, it's nothing. Um. 
But until we win the lotteries, we've or got... Or if. I've noticed you've said when and until both times. Maybe don't count on it, because mm. then you're going to be disappointed. Nope. You know? I'm, uh, always, always assume you've succeeded, or that you're going to succeed, and then you'll never be disappointed because you've already believed that you've succeeded. Um, but, but if... No, until we win the lottery, we're going to be playing video games. Um... And even after what? Probably, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of but, course. But what what have you been playing uh, lately, Darian? <clears throat> Let me uh, League of Legends. It's my favorite part. Every episode, <laughs> it's my favorite favorite thing. I it's just great. have to reemphasize. Yeah. I finally got out of my losing streak and ranked, which has been exciting. Nice. I'm slowly climbing up again, so that's nice. Losing streaks suck. They do suck. I remember rough. when I played League and for like a week, I was like, man, I'm winning like every single game. This is great. And then like the next week, it'd be like, we'd, I'd get on with the same other person and we just lose just over yep. and over. And it, we ended the night just so sad. Yeah. It was awful. Because eventually after like two or three consecutive losses, you just slowly start to like lose steam. Like, I don't even go, fuck yeah. how this next game's going to go. Like, whatever. At a certain point, <laughs> like, it was just like, am I ever going to win again? Like, I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I ever see it happening. It was sad. Um, I also played through The Beginner's Guide because Bryce bought it for me. It is a good game. Did not make me cry. It's a good game. Oh, is that? Let me look this up because I think I played it. I'm almost positive this is what I think it is. Yeah, okay, yeah, I played this. Uh it didn't didn't make me cry either, but it was it was definitely pretty powerful. It was very cool. I guess I never like it didn't make me cry, it just kind of like I don't know, it, it stung a little. Like it kind of yeah. made my heart hurt. So it wasn't like yeah, for sure. I, I I wasn't sad, I was just kind of like like upset. Yeah. I was upset that I didn't cry, because I like when games make me cry. Okay. And I was really excited because, like, I feel a lot better after I cry. Okay. Interesting. Catharsis. Cathars- well, because it, it, yeah, it releases uh, hormones and stuff that. There's science yeah. behind it. Fuck There's you guys. There's science out there. It's uh, true. <laughs> I also played the last day of. Or, yeah, the last day. No, just last day of June, which. Also, didn't make me cry, but was really good. I highly recommend that game. It's not a game, but yesterday I watched the last two episodes of Agents of Shield, and that last episode, I fucking bawled. (laughs) It definitely made me cry. Just throwing that out there. Catch up on Agents of Shield, everybody. Is it the last season? No, but they basically they said that they wrote an ending that could be if they didn't get renewed, it could be a season finale or Mm. a series finale, or it could be. And I totally was like. I could see that, uh, like, I could see where that, but they definitely, like, once they realized that they were renewed, they added in some things that are like, mm. this is how we're going to keep going. I I liked it better when they were in the future. When they came back to the present, it's been kind of meh. Uh, it starts off like that, for sure, because it's, like, such a drastic change, and they don't really, it, they don't really, like, seamlessly transition. It's just kind of like, oh, and we're back to this now. But it gets better as it goes towards the end. I I think I don't know I, I don't know how many episodes I'm behind, but probably I'm, I'm pretty not close. Too many. Yeah. I just watched Age of Ultron for the first time. Oh wow! That's for the okay. record. I did see Infinity War first. <laughs> <laughs> what else so are you missing on the list? Oh God! All of I haven't it. seen any of the Thors. 
I've only seen Civil War. Oh my god! For the Captain Americas, I didn't watch Hulk. That's um, fine. You're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen I all the Hulk. Iron Mans. I've seen both the Guardians of the Galaxies and Ant Man. So really, I'm just missing the Thors and most of the Captain Americas. So you just like randomly pick Marvel movies to watch? I just am randomly like, yeah, I want to go see that one. No, lately I've been more into them, but like when they were first rolling out, I wasn't yeah. super into them. Like I really liked Iron Man because like as a teenager, I had a crush on uh, Robert Downey Jr. As a teenager, and the other ones were, like, I still do. Uninteresting yeah. to me, and because I don't like, I don't, I don't dislike like Chris Hem- Hemsworth and. Pff, yeah, Chris. I was about to say, I was like, how could you? Chris Evans. Who plays Captain America? I, I do. don't dislike him. It's me. But uh Chris Evans, man. That one yeah, scene, Evans. the helicopter scene where he's pulling a helicopter back with his biceps. It's great. Is that in one of the Captain America movies? Yes, it is. Or? Captain America Winter Soldier. Haven't one of seen the best that. movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But mm. how like Agents of Shield seems so boring, but then when uh uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, happened. There's like, oh, this yeah. is different. The Winter, the Winter Soldier twist in that show is awesome. I was like, because it t- totally caught me completely and totally off guard. Like that's one of the twists that. So a lot of twists you see in in like shows and movies, you you're like, I can, I kind of saw that coming. That one I had no no idea. Like it just came out of nowhere. It was really good. Anyways, yep. video games. Video games. Uh, I also played just a little bit of Near Automata. I ended up not playing as much as I wanted to because the one day I had a stream set aside for Near, my internet started having issues and it just dropped out. And so, like, I was in the middle of something on Near and my internet dropped out. So my stream stopped. <laughs> so I had to stop <laughs> Near. And then I had to call and they made me restart my router. And then they were like, hey, oh restart God. your computer too. And I'm like, okay. Did not save. Have no idea where I am in here now. So I'm kind of sad about it. Um, that's what I've been playing. I'm excited because Detroit Become Human comes out on Friday. And Man, I still don't have that pre-ordered. I, I want to play pre-ordered it. it. I, I literally just pre-ordered the pre-ordered the digital deluxe edition today, right before this podcast. And I'm giving away a copy on my stream on Friday. Uh, so if you go to twitch.tv forward slash dexterity, uh, somewhere in there, I will be giving away a copy of the game, uh, and I'll be playing it literally all day. So hold on, I'm did you just say really forward excited. slash? By the way, is that uh-huh. what happened? Okay, just 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 noticing. Do you not say forward slash? Oh, I mean, you could just say slash. Most people assume it's the forward one. I say forward slash, and I think it's because I worked at a company that used both, and so you had to yeah. make the distinction. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think it's just ingrained in me. I I don't... I forget that it is even a forward slash. It's just the slash I use. <laughs> but... <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Detroit Become Human is coming out the day you're listening to this podcast, as long you, as you listen to it the day it comes out. On Friday, May 25th, just for further clarification. So, let's go. I'm so hyped for this game. I have been literally just screaming about this game to anyone who will listen. <laughs> like, I'm really excited for this game. Here, vi- non-video game player, let me try to explain this game to you and how amazing it is. <laughs> Even though you haven't played it. <laughs> I played the demo, and the demo was so good. So good! I played through it like three times. 
I remember being super hyped about Heavy Rain when I first played it, but then I went back to play it, like, later to show somebody else, and I was like, this is, is bad. This plays very badly. Maybe it just didn't age well. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it didn't age well. It did it not. It ages like a fine milk. <laughs> <laughs> a fine milk. Uh, no, I mean, I wish... Uh, I was really excited for it, and I think I am going to get it and play it, but it's just like, I already... I have way more things to play right now the week that it's coming out than I thought I would. Like, I, I don't... Like, I, I made my schedule of, the of like, what I'm going to play each stream and whatnot, like, this week, and I don't even, like, there's no time this week, so I don't know. Maybe next week. Uh, okay. Gotta love that dead air, dude. It's my favorite. Uh, I also love dead air. Is it my turn? Mm, You're Teddy usually the yet. host that like says, "Teddy, it's your Teddy, turn." Teddy, what Say are the you games. playing? I'm playing video games, right? <laughs> uh, dude, I will say this since I'm actually back to back to streaming. Which, by the way, the whole last episode, I made a whole thing about that I was moving to Mixer because I thought I was. Then uh. I, I'm I'm not because of uh, tech issues that I would have to buy an expensive router to fix. But Twitch.tv slash Teddy. I got, got shirt on and everything. Twitch.tv slash Teddy Chinners. <laughs> For every um, time Teddy said Mixer on the last oh episode, God. he's not allowed <laughs> on an episode of Ricksay Gamecast. Yeah, it was really, Oh, God. It was, it was such a... I was, See you next I'm year, I'm really Teddy. mad about it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really mad about the whole situation. But anyways, because I'm streaming and whatnot, again, I can just check my VODs and see what I've been playing this past week, so it was great. Uh, I actually, one day at work when we were really slow, because my boss is awesome, and I was just playing my, my Nintendo Switch, I hopped on and played like an hour of Stardew Valley at work, and... God, Stardew Valley's so good. I was very happy to be playing that again. So I was like, you know what? I'll play this on stream when I don't really have too much else. So I've been playing some Stardew Valley on stream. Uh, that game is awesome. I uh, played a little bit of Fortnite earlier in like the past two weeks when the Thanos mode was still active and whatnot. I had a, had a lot of fun with that. But there was one stream where I played Fortnite and just totally, um, totally was like, yeah, this is why I don't play this too much. Because when I play solo... I just get, I get so frustrated because I can't do anything. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm too bad. Uh, and then I played some Halo 5 with Grunt Cooker, uh, and I would love to do that again, but he's never around. I'm calling him out. And Destiny 2, I played a surprising amount of D2 with Warmind. I don't, Warmind was not out since, um, when the last episode came out, but now it is out, and I will say, General impressions of Warmind as a DLC. Uh, a lot better than Curse of Osiris, for sure. A good step in the right direction in a lot of ways. Um, I have not done the raid layer, and tell me nothing about the raid layer, because we, we want to go in blind and try and figure that out. I think we'll probably do that next week, because we'll be geared enough. Um, so yeah, and I've been enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. Like, I'm at, basically because I got my raid crew back together, and we've been able to do some raids, so... Um, I've been getting on each week doing the milestones. Iron Banners this week, so I'm going to play some of that. And, uh, yeah, it's been fun. And other than Destiny 2, on Sunday, literally yesterday, when, when we're recording this, I was just, like, craving to play an MMO. 
and I hopped on Wildstar like I usually do, and then I load in my level 50 character, I look around for like 60 seconds, and then I go, I have no idea what to do here at Endgame, and I logged out, because that's usually how that always happens, and then I loaded up Guild Wars 2, and I actually really kind of want to play some Guild Wars 2 sometime soon, but that's like a time sink. I want to play an MMO like I'm craving it, but I don't have the time. So yeah, that's basically what I've been playing. I played Destiny 2. I saw, I saw, well, okay, so I got the collector's edition uh, because I wanted the cool bag and the cool solar generator and stuff, but I was like, ah, Destiny, but because I got the, like, season pass, I was like, I should probably play this game, and, I mean, Teddy, Teddy seems to have been having fun with it, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll hop back in. Yeah, it's been good. It's nice to have people that are playing again, (laughs) like, in general. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I played a little bit. I have finally, I think I'm at 320 now. I think I just hit 320 today. Um, I've been playing Curse of Osiris. Uh, yeah, it's the Vex. I don't know. Vex are annoying. Who's your favorite? Definitely annoying. Who is your favorite race to fight? To fight? I would, um, gameplay wise, it might actually be the Vex. I don't know. The Fallen are pretty annoying. Cabal are annoying because of the phalanxes. But they're not near as annoying as they used to be. I just like the uh, the Vex goblins are fun. The Hive are, are pretty fun, too. But, like, the the ogres are really annoying, and the wizards can get really annoying where they poison you and you can't move, and then they just beam you down. Um, but the Thrall are really fun to kill, like, with headshots with a hand cannon that explodes. So probably either the Vex or the Hive. Hmm. I like those two a lot. The there was that thing it like uh there's the Curse of Osiris mission and they're like you have to go through the forest or whatever and go through these alternate timelines or whatever or this like they're processing different uh, possible timelines but basically it was just like oh a little extra area which looked exactly like the rest of the area with some more vex to shoot at would fight you and it was like the infinite forest was yeah. extremely disappointing it was like this if they actually had like different realities and stuff this could look this could be so cool but it was just like this is very samey this like there was the bit where Osiris showed you, oh, here's what it looked like at the beginning. And it was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But for the most part, it was just like, meh. Yeah. They also called it the Infinite Forest, which is a terrible idea for a name of something if it's not going to be a horde mode. Like, the, everyone was like, horde mode? Horde mode's happening? And then it came out and we're all like, oh, no, it's just a you just run through it. Mm. And then that's that's like it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think we'll ever, like, is there a lot of people who want a horde mode? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've. I mean, they've been getting close to horde mode since year one when House of Wolves came out with Prison of Elders, which was like a semi-horde mode, and then they, like, iterated on it again to make it slightly more horde mode-y, but then, but, like, they're, I don't know if they're ever gonna do it, <clears throat> but a lot of people want it, for sure. Um... But I don't I don't know. I would I would like it, but a lot of people are like, man, they should get they should make it super hard and like the more people it's just hard to balance for a loot based game because people want it so that if you get to like round one hundred, you get like seven exotics each at the end of each round, and I'm like, that's that's just I feel like that would break the game. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, it's. I'm not sure how They'd they have would to make it work really well. It'd be weird, but it would. It would be fun gameplay wise for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I've just been poking around. Did did, did some uh comp um, Destiny and and stuff. Won won some matches. Oh, did you matches. actually? We still yeah. haven't even stepped into that. I'm good at competitive Destiny. Teddy, Teddy, I was like. Teddy was like, "Oh, we're gonna do competitive uh, destiny," and I was like, "I I good at comp." And Teddy's like, "You don't have the guns for it," and I was well, just I was, I I was to... just saying, you like if you go up against a graviton's lance or a vigilance wing without one, it's probably gonna end badly. You should probably get those. I hopped straight into comp uh, right after that and won like three matches in a row and was like, and handily yeah. too. Like it was, uh, it was the mode that I think like. There's, is it countdown or survival? Wh- whichever one where like they have an um, amount of lives and you just That's have to survival. Get... Yeah, which so... is not, which is a lot, no, nowhere near as fun as countdown. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, I li- like it better. They, they balanced it a lot better when survival first came out. Each person had like seven lives or something. Like it was a, it was way more lives and it was way more rounds. So the games lasted like thirty minutes sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I but re- it's way shorter now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was, it was like. Uh, thirty seconds into the match, it would be like they have zero lives left. You have five lives left, and like, okay, <laughs> like we'd have nice. to really mess up to not win yeah. this right now. Yeah. Um, I, I I I like survival more than countdown. I mean, ca- wow. countdown's kind countdown's of more so good. more strategic, I guess. Whereas yeah, it, it's a, countdown is a lot of fun with a team. Survival is probably more fun solo. Um. Uh, but I really want to get in with like a group of four. I want to do that sometime this week, but I don't know if we'll have the time. I'd love to get in for like all night and just try and try and win. Also, um, so th- I know Teddy's been talking about uh, what's the game? Santa K two. Yeah. Um. So that game is one of the games that is available on the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, I went to try and pre-download it for tomorrow. Can't do that if you have Game Pass. You gotta wait until it's actually out. So what? be downloading it after work tomorrow. Well, hopefully it'll be done in time for stream. So, so Game Pass is twenty bucks a month, and then you get ten. Ten bucks a month. Okay, and you get access to a bunch of games um, oh, yeah. on your Xbox and stuff. But I was looking into it. If they are play anywhere games like Gears of War and State of Decay and stuff like that, yeah. and play anywhere means that you can play it on both your Xbox and your PC if you have it on either. It's true. If you have Xbox Game Pass, you can play the the play anywhere games. Any like you can play those, so I can get an Xbox Game Pass even though I don't have an Xbox and play State of Decay uh, for ten dollars. So I might look into doing that. Yeah, I, I know a couple of people who have done that. Um, I also want to use it. I don't know if I'm never going to have the time. I want to play many things, but I don't have the time to do any of them. But I also want to do um, Red Dead Redemption because everyone, you know, is talking about two and I haven't played the first one. And I looked on the Xbox app a minute ago and I tried to see like how much it would cost on the store. And it, the only option said play on Xbox One. And I was like, does that mean it's with Game Pass? So I might have to look and see if it's available with it. That'd be yeah. dope. But let's get into the news. Oh, okay. Um. So last <laughs> last time, last time we talked about the Nintendo. We got the hot hot news of the Nintendo's online service, and we got uh, some news about uh, 
their old games coming via that service. Um, so after that, uh, who asked them? Uh, they were asked uh, about, is the virtual console coming back? And they said, there is currently no plans to bring uh, classic games together under the virtual console banner, as we have done with other Nintendo systems. A Nintendo spokesman told Kotaku in an email uh, late last night, and this is way long long ago. Um, Basically, so it seems like there's not going to be a way to purchase these games on their own. It seems like it's going to be bundled as part of their online service or something. Well, no. No? Because the quote is exactly, there are currently no plans to bring classic games together under the Virtual Console banner, yeah. as has been done on other Nintendo systems. A.K.A., they could make something totally like Virtual Console that's not named that. Okay, but exactly. they're, they're providing them via the online service, so it seems like they'd be Some more... That's the thing. It's There's like, like 20 only of NES. them, isn't there? Yeah, 20. And they're bringing, them, bringing more as they yeah, go. Doesn't yeah, doesn't it launch with 20? And then we'll yeah. go Yeah, it launches more. with 20. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think a lot of people are looking into the not under the virtual console banner as like, I mean, they could still bring titles, just not the same way they've done in the past, but they might still bring them. And also, if it's under the virtual console banner, they might feel obliged to be like, yeah, those ones you bought on the Wii U and the Wii under virtual console, here they are. And this way, if they do it under a new thing, they make people rebuy the games. Yep. so It's possible. I don't know. Uh... I wouldn't hold your breath, <laughs> but it's possible. I, I would say it's more likely they're just going to keep it under the online thing. I think thing, for or, now, for yeah. sure. I think if they do something like what you were saying, I think it'll be a while. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. after September, after the online service has been there for a while. They, 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 might, they might be just kind of playing it slow to see how people react to things. Yeah. Uh, to see how that goes. Uh, but... You know who's playing it fast and loose? Epic Games. <laughs> Teddy, it's true. Teddy, why don't you tell me about that? It's true. Uh, I think they announced this literally today. Uh, they tweeted out, grab your gear, drop in, and start training. Epic Games will provide, and I had to reread this number to be sure that that was correct, $100 million to fund prize pools for Fortnite competitions. And that one I saw and was like, Oh, okay. Epic coming out swinging. And then somebody else tweeted, who is this? Ian Porter, uh, at optic underscore crim6, uh, tweeted out, uh, it said, look at the nutsack on Epic Games. And then there is a comparison that under, like, the, it's like the top 16 uh, games uh, or, like, esports that people have spent, that the companies have spent the most amount of money on. And it starts off with, like, Dota 2, 38 million, CSGO, 19 million, League of Legends, 12 million, Here's the Storm, 4, and then it goes down from, like, 4 to 3, and then a bunch of 1s. And then combined prize money in 2017 for all of them, for the 16 games, is 100 million, 292,000. And Epic Games is immediately, Dota 2 has been out for years, like, and big for years, and have been doing huge prize pools for years, and Epic is immediately coming out and saying $100 million. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I was really hoping there was like a graphic of nutsacks. <laughs> you, you, you know what? I was hoping for that too. That'd be great. Okay. I just so like just poorly drawn nutsack looking things with numbers around them, like yeah. kind of like a chart. 
Yeah. It's what I was imagining. And then when I clicked on the link, I was a little disappointed. (laughs) You're just really sad you didn't get I just wanted to see some nuts, okay? (laughs) You're on the internet. You can do that whenever you want. Probably um, even if you don't want, they'll find you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to point out how absolutely insane that is. I mean, makes sense. Epic has a lot of money from Fortnite. If they can do that, good for them. Uh, but it's that shows how much money they've earned <laughs> that they can do something like that. So yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Get out there and win yourself some money. Not really, though. You gotta be, like, super good. Yeah. Gotta be a professional. You know who else wants some money? EA. That's very true. Um, so much so that they are pushing forward with light loot boxes despite regulation. Now, we've covered <laughs> this uh, while Scribbly was on the show last time. Uh, Belgium and, and the Netherlands have ruled that many loot boxes in games like FIFA Ultimate Team, are equivalent to gambling and in violation of their laws. But uh, Electronic Arts, the publisher of FIFA, says it plans to content, uh, continue as loot box Ultimate Team Mode. We are going to continue pushing forward with FIFA Ultimate Team. Uh, EA Chief Executive Officer Andrew Wilson said during a conference with industry analysts, we're, we always think about our players. We're always thinking about how to deliver these types of experience in transparent, fun, fair, and balanced ways for our players, and we'll continue <laughs> to work with regulators on that. When you say loot, Corey, it's everyone's thinking transparent, fun, <laughs> fun fair, and fair. balanced. Dude, that's immediately what comes to my mind, you know? <laughs> We're looking for the ways to provide these to players. So we can pad our own goddamn pockets. That's what that quote says to me. Yeah, I honestly, when when Belgium what a manipulative way to say that. When Belgium and Nether, like I said it, when Belgium and ne- Netherlands ruled it as illegal, I was like, oh, this has got to be the nail in the coffin. But apparently, EA is like, no, we don't care. We're gonna we're keep gonna, doing we're it. We're gonna keep trying to get it out there. Um, I guess we'll see how that works out for them, but I guess, I guess guys, loot crates aren't as dead as we hoped. Guys, please, please don't ruin Anthem. Please. Let me have, let me have Anthem. That would be great. I just, Destiny 2 is in a, it's not as great as it could have been, and I want Anthem to be great, and please don't ruin it with loot boxes. That is all. You know, you know what oh my was God. ruined? <sighs> not, not so much by loot boxes, but just by poor management and stuff uh what bryce tell me why a little a little a little company called boss key productions can you tell me about that darian yeah but it sounds like teddy's already more upset about it than i was no just <laughs> i was really upset about that segue that's re- like legitimately oh. bryce and me he he paused for like five seconds and then went uh so so you know <laughs> like he was really re- and then he got it he got it in the end but I it was would, it was a bit. I'm just uh, saying. I just you don't had to always out have to have a perfect segue. All you have to do sometimes is be like, "Hey, yo, Darian, Cliff Bazinski, 
Bosky Productions not guy? going well. What about it? If I could <laughs> do a dope segue, but now you've ruined all segues by pointing <laughs> them out. Just let them go. Let it be. But they're not good. Th- but that last one took a while to get there. You know, there, that wasn't even a segue. That was letting yeah. the previous conversation die and then trying to bring it back in order yeah. to change the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Darian, Bosky Productions is no more. What about yeah, it? Cliff Blazinski. <laughs> Uh, the co-founder of Boss Key Productions uh, tweeted yeah. that well, it is effectively of no Gears of War. more. Yeah, he made Gears of War. The company made Lawbreakers and and Radical Heights, which I had high hopes for, but now I know nothing is ever going to happen with them. Welcome which is to my why life. I'm upset. I mean, yeah. that whole mo- the fact that they released it in the state they did felt like a move of desperation. So, and it was, and it failed, and now they're closing. They are giving up. <laughs> yeah, he literally said we released Radical Heights in a last ditch effort, and it didn't, and it wasn't soon enough, or it wasn't fast enough, or something like that. And, they yeah. they probably would have needed huge, like people would have had to spend a bunch of money on that founders pack to be able to save the company. And did the- they? The game needed to be at. I mean, I I don't, I don't know what they what it was expecting to happen with releasing Radical Heights in the state it was, but they they obviously they were expecting to make more money. That's yeah, what they, they were. Pro- expecting. They probably were hoping to get some sort of influx of cash to stay afloat yeah. long enough. And they did and, get some, but it looks like not enough. And, yeah. So I wonder if you can still buy the Founders Pack in wow. Radical Heights because they haven't taken That's it off of Steam yet. Yeah, they said, well, I mean, they said the servers are going to stay up for a while. Leaving yeah. the servers up and leaving the game up for download are different things. Like, you can... I mean, it's a free game, so I could see why not leave leave it up for download, but leaving up to... The game is free, but the servers that they put them on is not free for them, and if they are canceling well, yeah. everything and closing the company... Leaving the game so that people can download this free game on Steam. Yeah. And especially if they still have uh, Founders Packs for sale in the game, which I just realized I haven't looked into. If they're closing, they should just stop all of that and remove Why? the game from That's Steam. That's not how that works. Like, a lot of games close, or a lot of studios close and keep the servers up and keep it so that people can still get the game. But, yeah. I mean, the Founders Pack, I totally agree with. Like, they probably shouldn't be selling that anymore. But then again, server costs so like it kind of makes sense um but yeah i mean a lot of games have studios closed down and they keep the servers up for a bit yeah and keep the game as available. long as they're not making it so people are putting money into a dead game that's fine yeah yeah but welcome to my life when it comes to i i mentioned it earlier it's a little game called Wildstar that i was a big fan of and it failed miserably and is very slowly dying and the player base is really small and there there's like rumors that Carbine Studios is literally like not making any more content and there's just enough employees there to like keep the servers running and stuff like that and it's like it's re- it's really sad i really liked that game and it's not uh ever going to happen again but it's okay but there there are a lot of different games like that where that happens so if you g- don't get too attached Teddy, what what is something that people shouldn't get attached to either? What is something that people shouldn't get attached to either? Right? Oh Just my god! Go with well, it, people, Teddy. People let me got do my segues. Oh my god! People what else got you a lot. Let go uh, of? People got very attached. 
to this little this little piece of hardware called the PlayStation Vita. And let me tell you about the PlayStation Vita. The Vita means life, which is ironic because the Vita is dead. Um, but I, I will forever miss my little dude. Uh, but for real, the Vita is a great, um, great system. If, if you can get a Vita for cheap, then do it because it has an awesome library. But Sony is shutting down production of the physical Vita cartridges. Um, so it is another, another sign of the end times for the Vita. The first sign was when they stopped talking about it completely at any press conference and, uh, stuff like that. Stardew Valley just announced that they, they yes. are putting out. Thank God. It will not die. What, what is dead will never die. <laughs> what is dead will never die. Yeah, dude. Um, but it's. I really love my Vita and I used it for a long, long time. I, the only reason I really haven't used it recently is because I use my Switch now instead. The Switch has basically taken the Vita's place when it comes to a lot of stuff, especially like indies and whatnot. But the Vita was a great little uh, piece of hardware. It's just it it released in a really weird time and had a lot of weird issues. Like you could only use propri- proprietary memory cards, and they costed like a ton of money. And like it came out in this weird moment. I think like it came out a little bit before the PS4 was announced, or like it came out just a little bit before the PS4 came out. So it was like in between the PS3 and PS4 era. So it had a lot of compatibility with the PS3 and also the PS4, but like it wasn't designed exclusively. Like if they had waited a couple of years, I think the Vita would have been a lot better of a uh, system and would have lasted a lot longer, but it's okay. Get, get one, play yourself some rogue legacy, cross save, cross buy, uh, play yourself some persona Four golden, uh, Killzone Mercenaries is really fun. There's, there, there is a ton of awesome games on that system. But yeah, get them digitally. Or if you want, get the cartridges now because they'll be worth something eventually. Maybe. Um, but don't get those cartridges. Well, I don't know. Maybe get those cartridges <laughs> at Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, know. you can. You can get them there. I, I don't know if they, like... I doubt Best Buy still has a Vita section. They might. Dude, every dude, I used to do that all the time. Whenever I went into Walmart or, or Best Buy or anywhere or Target, I would always look for the Vita section. And it was always like super, super tight. There were like four games most of the time. It was sad. Um, but Best Buy is, looks like it is uh, discontinuing their uh, Gamers Club Unlocked which was a membership that granted 20% discounts on new uh, video games and pre-orders. Um, so this uh, information came out from a leak of an internal memo. And then uh, Polygon did some uh, uh, tracking down and basically uh, contacted some Best Buy stores to find out, you know, can people renew or get a new... A membership and it seems like there's no way to to get into the gamers club unlocked uh so no the people who currently have memberships uh they're not they can still use them but you cannot renew or um get a new membership so it's it seems like it's on its way out um it is unclear if the program uh, is being canceled outright or if the program is being retailed or retooled or rebooted in some fashion. Uh, we will give you more details as they come out. 
I will say this from everything that I heard about the uh, Best Buy Gamers Club Unlocked program, it was like really, really good deals. <laughs> so it totally makes sense if they were like losing more than they gained from that uh, program. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, bummer. I mean, from my understanding, like, so Amazon had the deal of 20% off pre-orders and then even for two, the two weeks after you could get those, but then they backed that down to just pre-orders. But I think Best Buy was just like any, any new games. It could be whenever you'd still get the 20% Mm -hmm. off. So yeah, their, their deal was definitely better. I mean, people who have Amazon Prime, you have it for a bunch of reasons, whereas this thing seemed to be like a... Oh, only for video games uh, program. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Be interesting to see if this also, like, Amazon decides to discontinue their discount um, in response. Uh, I guess not not so much in response, but they've been backing down, so with, with uh, Best Buy closing theirs down, they have less reason to uh, you know, continue theirs. Yeah. But... This brings us to everyone's favorite part of the show. The topic of the show. Um, Teddy, why don't you tell us what, what question we had? Because it was a Teddy original question. It was, it was so great, and we wanted, we wanted Teddy's answers. Basically, I just said, like, because of God of War coming out, um, and basically a lot of people saying that it's very possibly like the game of the generation when it comes to the current console generation of like Xbox One, PS4. I think you'd include a little bit of Wii U, but like, why would you? (laughs) (laughs) And also, also the Switch, I would say. The Switch is going to last longer than the PS4 and the Xbox One, but yeah, some of the Switch for sure. Um, And we asked people to send in what they think, for sure. And... Let's just, I just want to throw the two that come to the top of my head real fast are God of War, because it's recent, and yeah, it's incredible. And I would also definitely throw The Witcher 3 in there, for sure. Other than that, I'd have to, I mean, Breath of the Wild, probably. Um, Mario Odyssey, maybe. But yeah, those, for sure, are the ones that come to my mind. Bryce, why don't you tell us what came to Matt's mind? Uh, okay, boss. (laughs) Uh... Matt right. Matt said, Game of the Generation. It is hard to peg when you're existing in that time. Looking at the previous generation, you might say The Last of Us, uh, but really Minecraft is a better choice. The lasting impact of the game is what makes it stand out. I think it's too soon to say, but games like Fortnite, Overwatch, and Pokemon Go are more likely than God of War or Zelda. Mm. I mean... That's, like, two different ways to look at it. Like, the best game of the generation or, like, the game of the generation that affected the game industry, like, from then on. You know what I mean? Like, what actually made the most waves and affected future games. Um, And that's what he's talking about. Like, Fortnite, Overwatch, Pokemon Go. That's going to affect more games in the future than, like, God of War or Zelda. Maybe not Zelda. I mean, I think Zelda's gonna, for sure, affect future games, future open-world games. Yeah, I mean, Zelda was certainly a game changer, and I think at the very least it makes Nintendo more willing to change up the game after after the success they got from that. If there was like a backlash uh, from the change up, they probably would be more willing to they they'd stick with more of the like 
default um, what you remember of Zelda or you know stuff yeah. but this was a huge departure so they're more willing to probably mix up what Zelda means what Mario means you know for people yeah for sure nobody else wrote in but what do you guys think oh, I, I will say we had some some joke responses I just cut those so if you <laughs> if you were one of the five random responses catch you next time wow <laughs> don't be a troll <laughs> Uh, Darian. Uh, well, like I said last time, I'm a PC player. Never heard of it. And I only just recently started getting back into console games. Um, I played Breath of the Wild, and that's a very incredibly good game. Um, but I don't know if we'll be able to actually pick a good game of the generation until we're in the next generation. Yeah, that's usually just like how Matt it goes. said. Because... I mean, yeah, God of War has been making waves and is an incredibly good game, but who's to say that there isn't going to be another game that's coming out soon that's going to do the same thing? Yeah, of course. It's just like, for the moment, like, what would be up there? What's the best game you've played so far this generation? Yeah. And also, I mean, it doesn't have to be a console game. <laughs> <laughs> just like around that time period from like like we said like 2014 and on or november 2013 and on yeah i mean i guess as far as like really huge games that were like a big deal like i've only really played like stardew valley Stardew <laughs> Valley is like, really good it's a it's a pretty impressive game but uh yeah even like the games that i currently have i don't have that many yeah like, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, yeah, Until Dawn. Uh, I mean, it was good. It was very good, but. Yeah. Call it's, of Duty it's Black really Ops 3. <laughs> Yo, Black Ops 4. Yo, we don't have any Black Ops 4 news on here. I just realized that. We talked about Blops 4 last time. Oh, did but, we? Okay. Oh, we, we well, didn't there wasn't the reveal event. Yeah, we yeah did, the reveal event happened. We didn't find out about their Battle Royale and stuff. Oh, you I, am, I am mad at this, but it's okay. Do we want to re? Do we want to re? No. No, no it's okay. it's we'll, too late. Co- we'll cover it next time or what, when we get. There'll probably be some big thing at E3 that we'll find out more. Black Ops 4 looks like a reinvented version of Black Ops 3 with more specialist additions and they're adding more lore to the specialists. There's no campaign. The Battle Royale mode is called Blackout. It's launching with three zombies experiences, aka maps. Blackout has air, land. Wait, yeah, air, land, and sea vehicles. Okay. Cool. Uh, one game more, that but, I'm excited yeah. for that I hope could be in the running for Game of the Gen- Generation is Detroit Become Human. But until that game comes out and more people can experience it and see what it's all about, like it's hard to say, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any game that's really knocked me on my butt in a while. I mean, the thing with, like, the PS3 360 generation is that, like, The Last of Us and Grand Theft Auto V are some of the ones that you would say, and those came out, like, at the tail end of the generation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, uh... I I think God of War is, like, the beginning of, like, ushering in, like, at the end of every console generation, like, the games start to be, like developers have had time to really like learn the system and it constantly like every game looks better and better because they like learn new things about it and they like games that they've spent years and years developing are finally coming out and stuff like that 
So I think we're going to see more of that after God of War. But I mean, Spider-Man's coming out this year, dude. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out this year. Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out this year. That's true. That's true. Oh, I'm so excited for that game. Oh, my God. Um, For my response, I'm going to throw it back to Ready, Set, Gamecast, Game of the Year, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Okay. That's true. That that is what we voted on. Bunny yep. was not happy about it. <laughs> there was, Bunny Bunny's was not happy about anything. I'm surprised Bunny ever came back after that. <laughs> um, I will say, like, I don't think po- what Matt said that like games were the lasting uh, response. Like, if you can attribute the battle royale turn like the huge trend, I would more attribute that to PUBG than Fortnite because mm-hmm. because PUBG started it. Yeah, PUBG started it. H1Z1 and, started it. Cemented it. Actually, wasn't it an Arma three mod first? Arma three mod started it. Minecraft but, but survival games started it. I know. It. <laughs> he, I the just, PUBG made it popular, brought it to the mainstream. I today know. at work, I, I freaked like out say again they about it. why I hate Fortnite because. <laughs> Again, the reason I hate Fortnite is not because of the gameplay. It is because of the way that Epic played Player Unknown so much, and I hate them for it. I don't like the I don't like the gameplay. Uh, Overwatch is what fair. did they do to him specifically, other than just Player like... Unknown and his company was made a deal with Epic to use their assets it's, and use their game engine it's to their make engine. a game. Yeah, they and use then, Epic's engine. Six months after the early access game came out, Fortnite came out with okay. their Battle Royale game mode, completely yes. overshadowing overshadowing the actual Fortnite game yes, that they were working I'm following on. You there. And overswept the game that is Player Unknown's passion project. Yeah. It just more, it's, more people downloaded it because it was free. It's it's a- I, it's not like a. They didn't personally attack him. They did it all, and when they did it, they literally were like, "We really see what they do. We think it would work well in our game. We're we're we trying really it out." We really just like it's, took their coding yeah, and basically put it. our own shit over it because PlayerUnknown didn't People, have a choice like, because they were borrowing our assets anyway, right? I don't think they put their coding. No, they they would have like another company such as Black Ops Treyarch. Like they're making a battle royale. It's not like it's not. I don't think. That connection but aren't they really using their own engine much. or a different engine? Like they're using the their reason own engine, it gets yeah. my goat is because Epic, it, that like, is Epic's me, engine. Epic has Unreal, and like a lot of games use Unreal, and right. PUBG used Unreal, and Epic was gonna use Unreal because that's like what they have, and I don't. Right. There's not really too much of a connection there. The it just makes me upset because it feels like it came out of nowhere. And it's like... I mean, it did. To yeah, me, it looks like <laughs> Fortnite true. just took PlayerUnknown's, reskinned it, and then released well, it under their own thing. That's what it looks like to me. Because they weren't in development. They did not perfect it. They just took it from someone who had a contract with them and had no way to fight them on it. I mean, they, he could have he could have fought them if they wanted to. The engine, like, him using their engine does not mean that they that he can't, like... He can't be like sue them if you wanted to or anything but again i mean people do stuff like this all the time when it comes to games like if something is really successful another company is going to steal it or like make their own version of it it's happened for years but yeah um interesting interesting next time did everybody everybody say their piece about uh, game of the generation mm-hmm. okay next time we will be talking about Best Buy's 
Game Club is ending. Gamers are receiving less incentive to buy physical games. Are we going to see the the final days of physical games coming soon, or are gamers always going to want physical copies? Um, if you have a response, send it in to readysetgamecast.com slash submit. Yes, Darian? Just, just to be clear, you cannot buy it, but that does not necessarily mean it's ending. Like you said, they could be retooling it, they could be releasing it differently. As of right now, you just cannot purchase it or renew it. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, technically speaking, because yeah. we're going to say something like that, and then Best Buy is going to come out with a remade program, yeah, and now we we'll just look like idiots. Yeah, we're going to do the whole episode, and then, yeah. Well, then, then we'll, but... I mean, to be fair, the discussion about, like, physical games and physical stores for games yeah. is, like, ending. The physical games, totally chill. Many just years, wanted yeah. to... Yeah. For technicality's That's just, like, prompting sake. that. Yeah, you know? that's a le- legit, like... For I think for a lot of people it's a price thing, and this is removing the price advantage yeah. of physical over digital. Yeah. Um, but this brings us to the question slash comment section of the show. Do you want to be part of the show? Go to readysetgamecast.com slash submit, just like you do for topic of the show, to submit a question, comment, or your favorite topping on oatmeal. For us to read on the show. I haven't had oatmeal in literal years. Like Just I, cinnamon and sugar. D- Darian, come, come on. Um, I had to answer it right now. <laughs> you gotta see. <laughs> I, I ordered it from McDonald's. Like, I've been ordering through the McDonald's mobile app uh, thing oh, li- wow. recently. Well, what because they have, be like, alive. they have some really good discounts on there. Um, which is, it's kind of funny because, like, I don't have to talk to anyone to order, which is also that's, an advantage. That's a plus, yeah. But also, like, you can you can do it where, like, you just park in a specific parking space in the parking lot and they're supposed to bring it out to you. And the first time I did it, I did, they brought it out to my car and stuff and it was, like, I paid that for it on the phone. awesome. But, like, recently I did it. And and the app was just like, thank you for coming. And I was like, what? Not, and I go inside, and it's just sitting on the counter. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Apparently, apparently, these people don't know how mobile orders work. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> or they just saw it and were like, eh, we're not gonna take it out. We're just gonna leave Fuck it. Here. it. He'll figure it out. Fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was looking through the app and saw that they had like oatmeal, and I was like, whoa, I can try this. And it was, it was like, oh. It was it was oatmeal. It had some like uh, <laughs> apples and raisins and stuff Rice's on McDonald's it. Rice's McDonald's oatmeal review. It was oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> it was oatmeal for sure. Um, but Matt uh, sent in a response to last time's question of our favorite childhood cartoon. He says, "Favorite childhood cartoon? I think it's Doug. Rugrats is also in the running. Yu-Gi-Oh gets a guilty pleasure shout out." So. Matt likes uh, some old-timey cartoons. Uh, Teddy Chineris, why don't my, you... My answer, right, should be... I'm, I'll give my answer. You guys can give your answer to the question, and then we can go through the rest of the questions, right? Okay. Okay. My answer for this, I feel like should be The Last Airbender, Avatar The Last Airbender, but I didn't really watch it. Like, I didn't watch through all of it when I was a kid. I saw all of it when I was in, like, high school. But I watched some of it when I was a kid. Uh, and it's my favorite show of all time, so I feel like that should be the answer. But if we're thinking realistically, the answer is probably like SpongeBob or Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and oh, Ferb, Phineas and is, Ferb is pretty good. I want to watch through all of it. It's on Netflix. 
So, Bryce, what's your your answer? I'm going to show my age by saying Angry Beavers. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That was, that was a very creative, cool show. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw some of it for sure. What about you, Darren? What's your favorite childhood cartoon? Uh, I would have to say The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh, my God. Because every time a like new, a new episode of that would come out, my best friend and I would race home after school, call each other on our home phones, Yo. and watch the episode on the phone with each other. There you go. <laughs> just, That's like, great. live react to it over the phone with each other. We couldn't go to each other's houses because that would make too much sense. <laughs> We'd have to do it on the phone <laughs> that would make too at much our sense. own respective houses. Nice. Um, yeah, that I, I just, I, I saw a lot of Spongebob. Like, it, it's ingrained in my mind, so I feel like it's gotta be Spongebob. Teddy, Teddy knows all the memes. I do. I know a lot of Spongebob memes, for sure. Um, Zyger has a couple of questions. This first one's pretty good. He says, H1Z1 comes out tomorrow on PS4. Uh, do you guys think it's a little, too little, too late for a new BR game to hit on consoles? Or do you think it has room to grow since PS4 doesn't have PUBG? H1Z1 has a one-year exclusive deal with Sony before it makes its way to Xbox One. How do you think H1Z1 will do? I think H1Z1 is going to do fine. Like, I don't think it's going to be insane. I think it's going to be totally fine on PS4. You guys are both shaking your heads. I think yeah. you're crazy. I'm sure the gameplay crazy. will be fine. I think the game itself is going to drop because Fortnite is really good on the PlayStation 4. It runs relatively well. It's true. And PUBG runs pretty well on the Xbox. H1Z1 just isn't going to have the player base to be able to sustain itself on consoles. It yeah, barely I mean, has the player base to sustain itself on PC. And it's like... play or. Battle Royale games are known for not running as well on consoles versus PCs. So if it's already dying out on the place or on the PC, it's not going yeah, to last the on the PC console. Had it, so that, see, that's that's ridiculous because like a lot of times games come out on that have been on one platform for a long time and they spread themselves to other platforms to reinvigorate themselves and they get more a different player base. Like the PC has been out for a long time and it did really well and it is now like failing because of PUBG and because of Fortnite. Like coming mm. out on the PS4 when what? Was it like it, failing before that? It was starting I mean, it was to die bit, down but, before PUBG yeah. was released. But it wasn't like nail in the coffin until PUBG. PUBG right. was like, yeah, this is done. Well, and uh it was also just pointed out in the chat which we don't usually yeah, talk about. I but actually didn't know that. Now I'm I'm taking it all back cuz exactly. I thought Zyger in the chat said H1Z1 is also behind a $20 paywall. I thought it was going to be free on consoles. If it was free no. on consoles, I think it would have done, like, fine. Like, nothing great. But I think it would have been fine. But $20, I don't know about that. <laughs> now I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yep. For sure. Yeah, if it was free, you might have some people checking it out just to be like, oh, what's yeah, this I one mean, about? I mean, I would have downloaded it. Just but, check it out. But... No, people people are gonna stick with the free one, especially. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna go battle royale. Well, it is crazy how many people just think Fortnite invented battle royales. Like I had somebody. Well, I mean, a lot of kids my boss play was like, "Hey, can you tell me about this Fortnite game?" And I was like, "Sure, yeah. but let me just tell you <laughs> that Fortnite didn't start it." Okay. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people that think that are like, you know, kids. So. I. Well, I mean, no, I mean, it's I've, not. That's not true. It's going through well, so much media that anyone who are who is exposed to it. My boss doesn't have a kid that's old enough to play Fortnite. He's got a two year old. 
He's heard well, of I, Fortnite through other when media. When I say kids or parents, I also am include not like hardcore gamers, like people who are listening to a podcast or doing a podcast or like, you know, playing games on PC or anything like that. They they know. Mm-hmm. Like people who play super casually are yeah, that, that, that makes sense. I live with college kids, and as far as they're concerned, yeah, that, like that makes sense. Like, I I I brought my PS4, and they're like, "Do you have Fortnite?" And that seemed to be the only video game they know. And and I, I literally for for game Game Mate Corp, they were like, "Oh, you should do a game that's um, Fortnite, but in Grand Theft Auto." I was like, "Well." Technically, well, Grand Theft Auto already you? has. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, that uh, actually exists. That's so. a thing. You could play that if and, you wanted. And really, you <laughs> want a Battle Royale. I don't think you want Fortnite unless you... Like, Fortnite's a very specific thing and really, like, you... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think H1Z1's going to do... It, it'll, it's not going to It'll sell plan. a little bit and it'll help them out a little bit, but, like, not... I don't think it's... I think... If by the end of this year H1Z1 is like doing really well on PS4, I will be shocked. Yeah. By the end of this year, if if that's where it is, I'll be surprised. Is PUBG um, ever coming to PS4 or is not that we know of? But it's one of those I things where I thought that it was a a contract basis. It's a, one of those things where exclusive. you ask the developer, mm-hmm. like, is this ever coming to PS4? And they go, we're really focused on the Xbox One version at the moment, so that's it's one of those. Okay. Uh, Zyger also said, remember a while back Blizzard Entertainment tweeted out an image of the Diablo head on a light switch and everyone was excited because it hinted at Diablo 3 on Switch and then Blizzard said they had nothing to announce. You think Diablo 3 on Switch will happen this C3? Well, first of all, if they did announce this, it's not going to be at E3. It's going to be at BlizzCon. I'm like, I would, unless it's in the Nintendo Direct, which is like possible, but I think they would do that at BlizzCon. Um... Because that is their show, you know. Uh, but yeah, I remember when that happened, and then they were like, "No, it was just we we're just." I, what did they say? It was like we were just joking around or something like that, like something to that effect. And everybody's like, "No, you weren't. What are you talking about?" I thought just it was like that, that wasn't what we intended by that picture. Like, yeah, but like, what else would you? <laughs> you know, it's super weird. I hope that does happen though. That would be a very good Switch game. Hmm. Very good game to have there, on the Switch. What, what game would, would not like be it. good? Like, put everything on the Switch. I don't it's care true. if you can't handle it, just put it on the Switch. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But yeah, do you guys think it's going to happen at E3 or BlizzCon? Uh, uh, I have no idea. If they release, or if, if it's a thing that's coming, sure, they're probably going to announce it. At, when is BlizzCon? Pretty, pretty soon. Let me look up the dates. They have the dates out there. Oh, okay. Uh, November 2nd, November 3rd this year. Oh, so if they do announce it, it's not going to be for this year. Yeah, if if they announce it at E3, I could see it in the fall. If they announce it at BlizzCon, then it'll be like next year. Or maybe they're like, hey, it's out today, but that would be crazy. I <laughs> love when de- devs do that, though. Yeah, it's the best, dude. <laughs> Haha, we trolled you. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I could see it being announced that in a Nintendo event, uh, like a Nintendo live stream stream or whatever yeah oh yeah one of their directs or whatever yeah i mean they're, they've announced like doom and and stuff so i could totally see them announcing it there um that is all of the questions uh for this episode this brings us to housekeeping 
go to ReadySetGameCast.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on YouTube.com slash AlaskGeek. I have not updated that website in a very long time, but <laughs> you'll find it. It's, it's, it'll take you to iTunes. It'll take you all the places you need to go. I, I just used to update it for every episode, and I haven't done that in a bit. I'll, <laughs> I have a week off next month. I'll, I'll get caught up. Um, <laughs> but if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. I guess I'm doing it now. I mean, that ship's one arm, but okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm half doing it. I'm not going <laughs> to fully do it, you know? Uh, also, other Last Geek stuff you should check out. This is your regular reminder that there is a new Game Mate Corp episode. Um, we made a haunted video game. Very spooky. Was it Luigi's Mansion? N- no, Nintendo no, it's way made cooler. that one. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Didn't know. That's crazy. Was was last one a good one, Darian? I don't, I don't know how I felt about that one. Okay. I listened to it while, like all that morning, which I almost never do. I usually save it for work, but... I I stopped and listened to the podcast. Like Aww. I loved it. Go. So good. Glowing endorsement. Um and on the next episode we will be joined by Alex O'Neill from Irrational Passions. Consider this your request to get hype for it. Also, isn't the next episode the last episode before E3? Yes. Dude. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about E3. So can we're we getting, redo our close. E3 predictions real we quick? We should like remind people at least. Yeah. yeah. Also, our um, E3 I've predictions were not great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was possible. And we did them too early. Like I said, we didn't wait too early. Yeah, we, we could do like specific conference ones and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I, we'll um, see how packed the news is. Yeah. Also, I have done a, po- a podcast with Alex O'Neill before. That dude's a professional. We're gonna look like chumps. You know oh, what I mean? No. Like chumps. No, he'll have to He's come cool, in dude. and he'll have to adapt to our goofy lifestyle. And if he can't goof with us, it's no. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll just have a legitimate, knowledgeable person on the podcast for once. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how that'll be. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But that brings us to the end of this episode of Ready Set Game Cast. Where can people find you, Darian? <gasps> Twitch.tv forward slash dexterity. That's D E X T E R I D E E. Also, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram with the same name. And uh, <laughs> follow my Snapchat. It's uh, at Darian Lee. Spell that however gets you to my Snapchat. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. You gotta go through a gauntlet. Figure, Figure it that out. shit out, yeah. <laughs> I bet I'm going to get this on the first three. You do it up. Teddy Chineris, tell me where the people Don't think that was it? on the internet <laughs> can find you. <laughs> they it's, can find me. It's L-E-A. Okay, there you go. Uh, you can find me not at Mixer.com slash Teddy Chineris. You can find me at Twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris Mondays through Saturdays, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central, <clears throat> playing all sorts of stuff. Destiny 2 mostly these days. Going to be playing some State of Decay 2 this week and hopefully next week even more. Um, and yeah, yeah I've, I've launched a Patreon too. It's patreon.com slash Teddy Chineris. Check it out. And then uh, twitter.com slash Teddy Chineris. 
And those are the main things I use. Join our Discord. It's on my pinned tweet on uh, my Twitter. And, uh, yeah, you can also add me on Snapchat, I guess. I don't... I, I think it's... Yeah, it's, uh, it's my gamertag. So T-B-E-S-T-I-A-C, which is a lame gamertag. But Shuhei Yoshida won't let me change it. So that's what we're doing. Bryce. Hi, I'm Bryce. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Hello. Uh, Last Geek on Twitter, Last Geek on Facebook, Last Geek Plays on Instagram, Last Geek Plays on Twitch, uh, Last Geek on Mixer. Um, I don't, I just re-downloaded Snapchat because somebody sent me a Snapchat and I was like, oh, I gotta redo this. Uh, <laughs> what about, uh, what about FarmersOnly.com? No, I don't have that one. ChristianMingle.com. I, I, I have an OkCupid, but that's uh, that's a bad website. But find him no... on there, guys. Find <laughs> Bryce on OkCupid. If you're, if you're a cutie, look me up oh, on God. there. <laughs> um, LastGeek.com should get you links to uh, all of my stuff, which hopefully I will be redoing uh, in, a, in about a month. In about a month, I will have a week off, and I have a list of things that I need to do. And it's a lot of things, and I probably will get two of them done sounds about right um but that is the end of the show thank you everyone for listening watching and enjoying this piece of entertainment and we will see you again in dos weeks dos weekos <laughs> yep <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. bye